Yo, what's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Confessions of a Sports Addict podcast. I'm Cody, and back along with me today is Dylan. What's up, guys? And today we will be doing our AFC South Divisional Preview. In the AFC South are the Texans, the Colts, the Titans, and Jaguars. So we're going to be go ahead and looking at their key additions, their departures, how they ranked offensively and defensively, and then kind of a little take on you know, what te- each team has done or what we can think of what they're going to do this season. Yeah. So let's go ahead and get right into it with the Houston Texans. Yeah, so the Texans this offseason, it was basically a big overhaul in terms of the secondary. Um, their key additions were to Sean Gibson, Bradley Roby, and Brian Bodie Calhoun, and their key departures were Tyron Matthew and Kareem Jackson. Yeah, so I mean, I think that, you know, they had a good level of play from the secondary last year. But a couple of those guys left that played, you know, pretty well for them. So they had mm-hmm. to replace them. Obviously, we're familiar as Browns fans with Tashawn Gibson, Brian Bodie Calhoun, and as Buckeye fans, we saw Bradley Roby play. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. I think all three of those guys are pretty average players in the NFL at this point in their career. But now taking a look at them, offensively they ranked 15th, and defensively they ranked 12th. So they were about in the middle of the road for you know both you know as far as terms of the NFL. Mm-hmm. I think what they're going to do is try and look and improve upon those and maybe sneak into the top 10 in both categories this year. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of impressive that they actually ranked in the top half of the league considering how bad their offensive line is. Yeah, so I don't know. Maybe that's just a playmaking ability that Deshaun Watson has. Maybe DeAndre Hopkins. And Lamar Miller had a couple good games here and there too. Yeah, so now moving on to the Colts. Who did they add and who did they get uh, get rid of? So... Their big key additions this offseason were Justin Houston, Devin Funches, and Spencer Ware. And I could not find any key departures. So they pretty much maintained most of their roster. I think the big guy that was their free agent was Pierre Desir, and they were able to resign him. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty good. I mean, that's obviously what you want to do because they made it to the second round of the playoffs, lost to the Kansas City Chiefs. And, um, you know, it was a pretty bad weather game, you know. But hopefully what they can do is kind of build upon what they did last year. We do kind of think they overachieved for the talent on their roster, Mm -hmm. but we'll see what happens. Maybe, you know, those guys found their place, found their role, and they can improve upon that. Yep. Um, But what they did do in in, uh, terms of the NFL is they ranked 7th in offense and 11th in defense. So they were a pretty elite team last year. Um, Let's see if they can keep it up, like I said, and improve upon what they did last year. Yeah, they had a pretty good stable of running backs. Um, T.Y. Hilton did what he always does. And then Eric Ebron, he kind of had like a renaissance in the middle of his career, you know, playing with Andrew Luck. And he just lit it up last year. Yeah. And not only that, but they did add Paris Campbell. So he can Mm -hmm. be another unique offensive weapon for them. Yeah. Um, Now go ahead and talk about the Titans. Uh, The Titans actually did a lot this offseason. They brought in Roger Saffold. Um, Adam Humphreys, Cameron Wake, and Ryan Tannehill, and uh, they lost Quentin Spain and Brian Aracco retired. Yeah, so I mean, honestly, I do think that they did get better. Mm-hmm. You know, they got more better than they were last year. Um, I think that they're shoring up that offensive line. They gave Mariota another weapon. They got another pass rusher and a decent backup quarterback. So that way, if they do contend or Mariota doesn't play well or he gets hurt, they can have someone in there to keep the train rolling. Um, you know, I don't think that they really lost anything big. Like Quentin Spain, I think he's getting replaced by Saffold, who's pretty good. Mm-hmm. And then Arakpo, I think he was just okay. Yeah. Offensively, they ranked 25th, which is funny because the Packers just hired the Titans' offense coordinator, Matt LaFleur, to be the head coach. And 
ranked 25th. I mean, obviously, yeah. I think some of that's due to Blaine Gabbard having to come in inconsistency at quarterback. They didn't know Derrick Henry could run the ball until like the last couple weeks of the season. Yeah, for whatever reason. But defensively, they did rank eighth. Yeah, and I, I think they did a good job of like adding, you know, with like Cameron Wake, another pass rusher. And not it, only that, but in the draft, they got Jeffrey Simmons. Yeah, I don't know. It actually came out today that he's not sure that he'll even be able to play this year. Okay. But, you know, I mean, he's a bright spot for the future. He was a top 10 talent, and they got him in like, what, the 20s? They got, I think, so, right at 20. So, yeah. And then not only that, but they also did get E.G. Brown, who I thought was one of the better receivers in this draft class, more complete. Yeah. So, really, the Titans don't have any excuse, right? No. They were on the fringe of the playoffs this year. They went to the playoffs last year, so they can only get better. They have to get better. Like, yeah. they have to get Yeah, better. I think so, too. I, I think, think it's going to be a great match of week one, Browns versus Titans. I can't wait for that game. Yep. But let's go ahead and move on to the Jaguars. So the Jaguars, um, they were able to add Nick Foles, you know, former Super Bowl MVP, Super Bowl MVP, and wide receiver Chris Conley, and they actually lost a lot this offseason. They lost Blake Bortles, Tashawn Gibson, Malik Jackson, Dante Moncrief, and Telvin Smith walked away from the game this season. Yeah, Telvin's just taking a year off, which is crazy. But I mean, I think Chris Conley can replace Dante Moncrief role. I mean. Tall, fast receiver. Yeah. yeah. And I don't think that they used the best of Dante Moncrief down in Jacksonville. Then Nick Foles is obviously better than Blake Bortles. He should be able to be more efficient in that offense. Granted, he did work with John Filippo in Philadelphia. Yep. Sean Gibson, I think he wasn't playing well his last couple years there. And Malik Jackson, his play had fallen off, you mm-hmm. know, really after he kind of signed that contract with Jacksonville. Yep. I mean, obviously you know, this is expected, but they ranked 27th in offense. So it was the bottom, like fifth of the league. Mm-hmm. And then the defensively, they ranked fifth. fifth. I was actually kind of surprised when I, when I looked this up and I saw that I was like fifth. Well, they still are an elite caliber defense. They've got two good pass rushers, Clay's Campbell, Yannick Ngakwe. They had miles Jack and Telvin Smith, who are mm-hmm. great linebackers in coverage and against the run. Then they have two elite corners in AJ Bouye and Jalen Ramsey, obviously probably one of the best in the league. And then Tashawn Gibson was in the back, you know, patrolling. He's he's, he's always, serviceable. He's pretty rangy, too. Yeah, he can get a lot of interceptions. He was like 70 interceptions a year in Cleveland. So that's still an elite defense. They just need the offensive production to match it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they were doing a good job managing the game the year they went to the AFC Championship and lost to the Patriots. Yeah. So hopefully they can improve upon this, get Leonard Fournette back and get that run game going, and then maybe get the pass game going with, like, D.D. Westbrook and – Who's their other receiver? Do they have Marquise Lee still? Yeah, he's still there. And now Chris Conley. So we'll see what happens. But now let's circle back to the top at the Texans and kind of provide our take on them. Yeah, so some of our biggest questions for the Texans are, you know, will the new look offensive line be able to hold up for Deshaun Watson? And will the interchangeable pieces on defense provide a boost? Yeah, I can agree with that. Um, You know, I, I hope that, yeah, well, honestly, I hope that the Browns win the Super Bowl this year, right? But at the same time, I do like kind of rooting for different teams to see like how they do, if they can improve upon them. And, you know, I just like seeing like great plays, great players and make great plays. So hopefully we can see that the Texans get a little bit better and maybe sure up that offensive line. And maybe we can really see what kind of talent Deshaun Watson has, you know, working from the pocket as he gets more mature. Yep. 
Now, looking at the Colts, the question that we have is, can the team repeat last year's performance and get back to the playoffs? So we kind of already hit on this. We do think that they under or overachieved a little bit for their roster. But we definitely think that they can get back, especially with uh, Andrew Luck leading the charge. Yep. Uh, next is the Tennessee Titans. Um, you know, will Mariota be able to prove that he's the franchise QB with a talented roster behind him like we talked about and how will Derrick Henry do with the full workload like he's he's pretty much split time the whole time he's been there or like not even been featured so now he's gonna finally go into the season where he's gonna be the lead back you know how will he be able to hold the whole season and you know how will he perform yeah how productive will he be this year um you know and it's also interesting because the Titans have a first time play caller um their tight ends coach who had been there through a couple regimes Actually, you know, he's still there, and they promoted him to offensive coordinator when LaFleur left. Mm-hmm. So it'll be interesting to see how they, he gets the run game going and what he does with the passing game and see maybe if they do, like, some RPOs, read options, kind of things like that to take advantage of the talents. Yep. And then lastly, with the Jacksonville Jaguars, what will Nick Foles do for this offense? Can they be more productive? Can the defense continue to be elite with the departures that they've had this offseason? I think that they can, personally. I mean – if you have two good corners and two good pass rushers, you're always in good shape. Yeah, I mean, I think Telvin does a lot in the middle of the defense for that team. So, you know, that that would be you yeah, know, maybe gonna... a question. And then they've lost some depth pieces. Like, I'd say Tashawn and Malik were good depth pieces. You know, like, you, you'll kind of feel that maybe a little bit at first. But I'm sure, like, they've got some young guys that are willing to step in. Yeah, I mean, and not only that, but, like, it'll just be interesting to see how they replace a player like Telvin Smith, who I think is kind of elite at his position. He Mm -hmm. is probably one of the best linebackers, especially in coverage. He's one of the best coverage linebackers. Yeah. Um, So yeah, I mean, that is our thoughts on the AFC South. Um, We think that this is a pretty competitive division. They Mm -hmm. can be one of the teams that has two teams in the playoffs this year, for sure. Um, If you haven't already, make sure you catch our, AFC North Divisional Preview, our AFC East Divisional Preview, and if you're interested in seeing the video on the QB Tier Maker list, um, go ahead and check that out. We appreciate you guys for listening. Make sure to like, comment, and subscribe. This is the Confessions of a Sports Addict Podcast. We'll catch you guys in the next one.